0: hallelujah he's risen he is risen hallelujah people the music played on it
1: played Tuesday. we don't have to fire our producer let's go
2: hey everybody on that great note welcome to the podcast this is the trio positively podcast the boys are back we appreciate you joining us today uh you guys know by now we skimmed the chicago landscape podcast oh wow i can't talk chicago sports landscape podcast in this show to bring you some positivity
0: to help me with this i got my boys with me boys say what's up hi i'm miller hi i'm chris wow chris you're so handsome look at you i have a sexy
3: voice too i know
1: yeah you do yeah you do
2: okay this podcast is off the rails And I'm loving it. I'm your host, BooPan. Those boys crisscrossed with Chris and Miller. um, You know, we are excited you're here. We got a good show for you today. We are talking about a couple of random news items that dropped in our mailbox. Miller's got the Madhouse in Madison covered. We'll talk about the NFL a tiny bit. And in the main section, we'll talk about the Bears, especially their wide receiver core, the running back core, and the tight end group. Just a season and review as to who's there, what's the contract situation look like, and what do we think is going to happen with those three groups in particular in coming years. Um, quick social plug before we get started. You can find us on Facebook, on the Trio of Positivity Podcast. At Twitter, we are at Trio Positivity. We have a YouTube channel now, at Trio of Positivity Podcast. And we have a TikTok. We will let you know as soon as we figure out what it is.
1: We got banned.
2: Thanks for letting our secrets on
1: buddy. <laughs> our material's so good they banned it they banned us.
2: I can't even come up with a joke. It's just a great joke right there. We have a we have a website, trio dot com. Come see us from some blog posts and some random thoughts. Boys This doesn't happen often, but Chris wanted to kick us off today. Chris, you got some random one hitters. What do you got?
1: Yeah, I got some randomness that occurred during the week, uh, as some of you guys might or might not be aware of. Uh, we had a couple of announcements in baseball. They announced the Hall of Fame. This year, only three people made the Hall of Fame. Adrian Beltre, Todd Helton, and Joe Maurer. Uh, one of the interesting things that came out of this uh, whole thing, which, as you guys are kind of aware, we, they always like to see where the steroid people kind of hit the list. Um, whether they got higher or lower it looks like Alex Rodriguez and Carlos Beltran are kind of going a little bit on the up uppie yuppies but we're not entirely sure if that's going to be something that will happen in the future the one big disappointment out of this was Gary Sheffield was not elected in his last year of eligibility I believe he will have one more shot in the future with the legends where I think they have their own special wing or whatever it is but it's he's past the availability of that point. Uh, The other quick hitter that caught my attention, which caught the attention of everyone in the NBA, uh, Adrian Griffin was fired after 43 games. You guys are probably thinking, man, this coach must have been horrible. Well, he kind of was, but they were 30 and 13 when he got fired. Uh, However, the stats that were kind of backed into it had zero correlation with what's happening. It appears, according to reports on Miller's famous uh, website where he gets all of his wrong breaking news, is that he held some of the top stars accountable, uh, critiqued them, and because of that, he lost the locker room. And it looks like good old... Um, oh my god, Doc I can't think of his name. Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers, thank you so much. It looks like Doc Rivers is finalizing a contract the with the Bucks. not or
2: anything, Chris.
1: What is? Oh, yeah.
2: Never
3: mind. Yeah, but um, I
1: have the agenda up here that in the <sighs> noggin, that's yeah. all that matters. Sometimes. why you forgot. But I man, couldn't yes. think of his
3: name. Yes. Why are you bringing Miller's name up if you're not even going to use his sources? You're using your sources own sources? Are wrong. You're using your own sources, which are incorrect?
2: Jeez. I, I read a couple of cool things about this, guys. Um, first off, he was fired because the team was 22nd in defensive. Rankings and defensive rankings, bro. They had defense uh, matters in the NBA. Apparently, it does. They are second in second seed, and this was not good enough. So that's what I read. The other thing I read was Doc Rivers was already special consultant on the team. He was he was brought in, I think, a couple weeks ago, unofficially, and he was working out with the team, like in official slash unofficial capacity. I thought that was interesting.
0: Well, not yeah, only called... that,
1: go ahead, Miller.
3: Yeah, it's called Doc Rivers got eager to get back into coaching and they said, okay.
1: <laughs> well, Doc Rivers will be inheriting a team that's in the second second <laughs> in the Eastern Conference. And also 30-13 and 13 is, according to ESPN, it's the best winning percentage for a team that fired its head coach since David Blatt with Cleveland. In 2015, 2016. So with that, we're going to turn it over real quick to Mad Miller. Miller, give us the update in the Madhouse in Madison.
3: We got a lot of stuff happening today. I'm sporting my Jack Blackhawks shirt because we got some good Hawks details. We got some the inside scoop from our insider. So look forward to that. But first, let's start off with the Chicago Bulls. The Chicago Bulls continue to be the Chicago Bulls. They are currently ninth in the East, have um, have won two of the last three games. So that is some improvement. The biggest takeaway so far is the emergence of Kobe White. He is starting to become a, scary for me to say, a quote-unquote star in this league. He's putting up numbers almost on a nightly basis, and it's fun to watch. Last game against the Suns where, let's face it, the Bulls kind of blew it. I think they were up double digits. Um, he almost had a triple-double. Uh, he was assist away. So some great numbers from Kobe White. He's doing it on both ends of the floors, playing hard defense and making the, his player that he's guarding work. And He's doing his work on the offensive side. but. Like we've said in the past, the Bulls continue to be mediocre, and the one thing that has popped up consistently over the last few weeks is the trade proposals. And let me tell you, they are all over the place, and multiple players' names are now at the forefront. The trade deadline is February 8th, and we've heard speculation on Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, and even Alex Caruso. Who the Bulls have come out and actually said they want multiple first rounders for Alex Caruso, which is kind of crazy for me. But, but hey, um, whatever we can get to help this team grow, that's for damn sure. So it'll be interesting to, to see what happens in the next few weeks. Expect some to be moved for sure. One of them, I would say, maybe, maybe even two. Who knows how far um, this GM will take us back?
2: I, I heard we may keep them all. And try and compete.
3: Yeah, because that's done there's, really well with us. Let's, there's a let's difference between the comp- game.
1: There's a difference between trying to comp- compete and then say that you can actually do something with the team. I think if Miller and I are probably on the same boat. If if they make the play in game, I really would love for them to make it in. But then they're they're going to be playing against a top seeded team, which it's it, there's really no reward with with that. We don't um, have
3: no Jimmy Butler and an injured Giannis to sneak past him.
1: What I what I will say, though, is I do like hearing that we're looking high, like we're looking to sell high with Alex Caruso. Um, the one thing that kind of worries me is Vucevic has not been getting that much info on the trade rumors. Um, we just
3: signed him to a f- fucking extension in the offseason. Yeah, you don't and sign someone to an extension and then trade them. Well, if I a, guess we thought about it with Zach Levine, but that that's wasn't what very I was going to say.
1: Like I think everything's on the table for the Bulls, but I think we are in that phase where it's like we're less than two and a half weeks of the trade deadline. Like you don't know what's going to happen. There's a lot of competitors out in the central. If if you were to look at the standings, uh, the Bulls are kind of competing with everyone but Detroit, who still has five wins in the season, which is interesting um (laughs) but it's it's been weird and i don't know what's going to end up happening with the bulls but yeah that's it's a shit show and a half
3: well let's move over to the other shit show and a half uh for the chicago blackhawks aka formerly known as the connor bedard show but as we know he had, had a jaw injury, and Chris hates progress and thinks these hockey players should be back on the ice playing hockey in a week. Yep. Um, but that's not even good enough for him. But
0: nope.
3: funny thing is, Bedard was out there after a few games, and reports are that they basically had to lock him out from getting on the ice because all he wanted to do was play. And even though Chris has... Fast medical knowledge from his dealings with um oh crap who is the quarterback Jalen Hurts oh, in his flu game um he's not aware that jaw injuries do restrict shooting abilities and also some skating so um although he believes that they should be out there immediately there are some restrictions which is why they actually had to lock Connor Bedard from the ring so Unfortunately, Chris may be going to a few um, conferences to learn up on his medical ability. Um, Moving on, um, the big news from the Blackhawks uh, is in regards to the extensions that they've made over these last week that we've covered on the here. But today, I believe it was today or yesterday, we actually extended our veteran goalkeeper with a two-year contract, about four point five million a year. Um, Petre Mrazek, so he got extended for two years, and that is actually the third veteran that we have extended on a two-year deal over the past few weeks. So, what I wanted to do is I wanted to get opinion from our Blackhawks insider Ben, who we've had on multiple times, and see why are we signing these veterans when typically teams in our position, which is basically worse than the league, try to flip these guys at the trade deadline. And basically what I got out of Ben is that these guys not only are playing above where we thought they were, they have become leaders on our team, specifically um, Dickinson, as well as Faligano. They really have solidified themselves as leaders on these teams. Um, Dickinson is showing his leadership on the ice. He's been on fire this year. He's having a great year. Um working well with Bredard as well. And Falegino is um being more of a leader, a vocal leader inside that locker room. He's talked multiple times with the media, which is very important. Um and as well as he's one of those guys that's right alongside of bedard and and that's the key right now is you want to have leadership on a young team and that is why um uh, ben stated that we uh, are signing these guys rather than trying to flip them as far as Mirazik, the bottom line is our goaltenders behind him as well as in the minors aren't aren't performing as well as we hoped so, what do we have to do is we have to sign the guy that's actually played pretty well, considering he's got he's sporting uh, 0.907 save percentage. Is that good? No, it's not. But the bottom line is, like we've covered, this team has been ravaged with injuries, specifically on the defensive front. We got a lot of young guys back there. So, it's just been a rotation of defensive men, and he has played pretty well, considering. Um, so, That's really the gist of it. Why the Blackhawks have signed three people that were speculated on being trade bait. And we'll see whether that that comes to hurt them in the end. But you know what? Having some veteran leadership on a young team is never a bad thing. So overall, pretty excited for all of them to be here. And I'm hopeful that Bedard gets back soon. Not only that I'll be able to see him when I go, but also let's, let's, Continue his bid for uh, the Rookie of the Year trophy. And last I saw, he is still six points up on on all the other rookies, despite missing these last few weeks. So he'll close it out.
1: Well, speaking of closing it out, I don't appreciate you giving me shit for my WebMD certificate. I know injuries, okay? He should have been on the ice. If he wants to be on the ice, let him be on the ice. He's young. He's got young legs. He doesn't need to talk to anyone. Let his jaw just seal shut. Kanye made a fucking album with his with his mouth w- w- mouth wired. That's that's his generational talent right there. Fucking Bedard is a generational talent. He should be able to do it. Fuck it.
0: Good thing you're not
1: in charge of anything. Hey, if I, if I was if I was in charge, he would be on the ice already. And guess what? More butts would be in the seats, and TV ratings would go skyrocketing through the roof. Oh my whatever you say God. They're there,
2: problematic and so medical many expert. Don't
1: even want to deal with it.
2: All right. Um. So, thank you for the update, Miller. Looks like um, Blackhawks, it's a very interesting time, right? Everyone's like a two year deal. So, like, they're yeah, thinking that in two years, something is going to happen, right? The team's probably going to turn a corner, be relevant, whatever it is. I thought that was pretty interesting. All the contracts, like, Jesus, we just saw Miller's junk.
1: That was pretty interesting, too. Good God.
2: Yes, X-Rated Podcast keeps delivering, guys. I love it. Um, want to go back to NFL, if that's okay with you guys. You know, we only have, what, three weeks left to talk NFL? I mean, don't worry, people. We'll talk about it a little bit more than that. But um, the playoffs just happened, and you guys know I love to focus on the the quarterbacks that were playing in the championship game on the NFC side and the AFC side. Just to, like, show you guys the disparity right there, okay? Um, pop quiz, guys. Who do you think was the most expensive quarterback to play this weekend?
0: Patrick Mahomes. Marcus?
1: Like, overall or per year? Per year, cap
2: hit-wise. Yeah, Mahomes. You're right, you guys are right. Mahomes was at $37 million. Did you guys know all of the NFC quarterback? Combined, probably had a less cap hit than Mahomes had by himself. Because NFC had Brock Purdy with a 900K cap hit, Jared Goff at 31 mil given, Love at 4.5 million, and Baker at 1.7 million dollars. So all of those quarterbacks pro- combined probably didn't but, even get paid what Mahomes got paid.
1: But Baker was on a one year deal anyway with Tampa, wasn't he? He is, yeah, he was, I think. Yeah, I mean, so. I mean, with his performance, um, especially they, they the season where they were, their... yeah, yeah. I mean, I would love to see him in a in a bear uniform, but you know, it Please is what don't it embarrass is. yourself by saying that He was better than yes. Fields.
2: He's not okay. We'll have we'll have plenty of time to debate that. But uh, the other quarterbacks on the AFC side were Lamar with a two hundred twenty-two million cap hit and Allen with an eighteen million cap hit. Stroud was the cheapest, and he had a six and a half million cap hit.
1: Was Lamar's contract, would that have included the cap hit, the new one? Is that the new one?
2: Yeah, but you know, it's usually ascending, right? So, this is probably the lowest his cap hit is going to be for like a couple of years. Okay. I thought it'd
1: be higher, not going to lie.
2: Yeah, me too. I've, like, even seeing 37 for Mahomes, I thought it would be higher. But no, I thought that was fascinating. Uh, there's a big uh, debate in um, paying a quarterback, right? Saying if you, the teams that usually pay a big fat ransom to the quarterback don't end up winning. So the two divisions somehow have a different approach to it. AFC is like paying its quarterback and getting results, while NFC, uh, which you know was the lesser division between the two, I think, this year. Uh there's a different uh, opinion going on. So I thought that was fascinating and I wanted to bring it up to you guys.
1: I don't know if that's 100% true though. Because oh. if you look at Jordan Love, I think it's still like a they weren't they didn't know what they were expecting. His numbers probably going to increase. Some people didn't expect Baker to be where he's at. Stroud wasn't expected to be where he's at. So like obviously Brock is on a is going to be team friendly I think for Two more years? One more year? I think he's
2: getting to get paid more years. this offseason. Three more this years, off-season. yeah. He better get paid this offseason. He's I-, so, so,
3: like, I getting think- paid this offseason.
2: What? He just took the team to the freaking
3: championship this his, game. This is his second year. Second
1: one. This is his second conference appearance, too, by the way. He's not going to get I paid
2: think- until maybe next year.
1: At the very...
2: I, if I'm San Francisco, I want him locked up for... He is locked up for three fucking years. Why are you going to pay him? If anything
3: I mean, they'll do
1: bonus incentives, they'll probably incentivize them on that end, but like I'm not going to pay someone early. I mean, you never know. If it's if it's a team-friendly deal that they could both work out, you never know. It's hey, possible. Like, I'm not saying it's not, but I'm saying like some of these numbers I could see it being fly- I think if we look at the next playoffs next year and we kind of see the quarterbacks and where they're at, I think that would be a a, a good comparison. A good I just indication. don't think people were expecting Baker, Stroud to be in this list.
0: Yeah, it's like, at the end that, of the
3: day, know. what, it's 25% of the league is in, that played this weekend? So, I mean, you're going to get
0: lesser like, quarterbacks.
2: Like, uh, Baker was like the 50th most paid quarterback, so there were like 49 other quarterbacks making I mean, more than that. He's obviously him. overachieved. That's no doubt. Yeah. And, like and then like Stroud. I think Brock was like probably top seventy five, if I remember. So it was, like, Shit, I he don't was know. Mr. Irrelevant. Like I know, that but team like just in
1: I think we talked a little bit before in previous episodes. We weren't expecting Texans to be playoff contenders and no, we didn't no. think Baker was gonna be what he was too. Like Baker had a successful season. Like there's no other way around it. So You
2: know, I just I mean, thought I'm it was intrigued to see
1: I'm intrigued to see what his numbers uh, come up for a contract, so that'll be another point of contention.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
3: Uh, um, it'll be interesting to see if he earns it. That's will be interesting.
1: You don't or think he's? he's just... You don't think he's gotten enough to earn a high number? I'm not saying like top five. I'm saying like a high he's number. He's going to get it.
3: I'm not saying that he's not going to get it, but it'll be interesting if
1: he earns it. Like, will it be would you worth say, it? Will he? Is he going to? Well, earning worth in. is obviously different, but I, I, can we agree, ten to fifteen mil a year?
2: Dude, oh, no, no. more than that. It's
3: gonna be Look
1: at f- what thirty-five to four. Yeah, yeah. For Baker. Look at what
2: Daniel what Daniel Jones and Geno Smith got. Okay, when like, he did I this, I mean,
3: Chris, you're not wrong. How, he had a really good season. How old but is he? He's only had one good season. Like everything to, else to be, has been mediocre.
1: Oh, he's twenty eight. Okay.
2: To be fair, he was a number one overall pick, wasn't yeah. he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he just needed but like Tampa Bay, I think, is in a lot of cap hell. They have to get they have to figure some stuff out Yeah, and Mike Evans
3: left. may not be there next
2: yeah. year yeah Mike you know. Evans their left tackle their safety I think a couple of people need to get paid so they have to figure all that stuff out but having Baker on a team friendly deal probably is in their best interest but, well see, no, you guys say,
1: money. you guys say that I just took a quick look at his stats every year that he has started for a a team which is really just Cleveland and Tampa that he has over ten starts as as part of the franchise. He's thrown for over 3000 yards. Uh four of them were over 3500 and this last season he threw for over 4000. So it I think
3: Touchdowns to interceptions. He's known for his turnovers. He turns the ball over. He's very much Brett Favre
1: like. 28-10 this year though is pretty hey, nice.
3: I, we've, we're not talking about this year. I literally just said that. <laughs>
1: I mean,
2: there's I mean, a reason I mean, he bounced around to so many teams. He got first. traded to
3: Carolina and then traded to the Rams. There's a reason why he didn't get signed by either of those teams.
1: Well, like, let's but let's be honest. I mean, Carolina, they were going to move from him anyway. They got the number one pick. When he went to the Rams, they had He was fucking... traded
3: mid-season. He was traded mid-season because it didn't work out. Yeah, they but it, they were not guaranteed that they were going to get the number one or two pick.
1: But it wasn't a good team. I
0: mean, Sam Darnold pertinent
3: to having a quarterback that is like Baker. And
1: if he didn't away from
2: him it. and gave the start to Sam Darnold, who yeah. did some good things in Carolina after him. But... And
1: then, he right. And went where is he now? The Rams.
2: no, to but like Baker himself said, Rams, like learning with Sean McVay, like changed the way he looks at football. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, like with the right coach, like, with the right team,
1: he, you can be successful. And I think Tampa with him is a good example
2: like McVay. I don't I don't think it'll. Also, I think that quarterback coach who's their offensive coordinator, I think is like a genius guy. I think he is the real um like money man there, but that, that's just me. Uh what's his name? Oh, crap. Miller, do you remember his name? I'll look up his name. Um but like I think he's the real uh deal there too. Um okay, a uh, quick recap of the NFL playoffs before we move on. Um, we may have a conspiracy theory after this just to entertain you guys. But, but can uh, I take
1: this part over? Cause I have questions. Yes, please do. Sure. All right. We're going to go with, was it exciting according to Michael Miller? So Miller, uh, we have some scores to give you and you're just going to tell me if it was an exciting game or if it was not, if it was boring. So we have the Ravens against the Texans. That score was 34, 10 exciting or no.
3: It was intriguing in the first half, and then it got... Nah.
1: Once, okay, once Lamar so then... became
3: Lamar, and once Roquan became Roquan, and they were Okay, so
1: your logic from last week is already down the shitter. All right, so we go to the next one.
3: Why is my logic from last week down the shitter? Because you said 10, 10, if it was a blowout,
1: hour. if it was a blowout, you would stop watching.
3: All of the games last week were blowouts from the beginning to the end. That's why it was bad.
1: This, but this is also
2: bad. I think beginning to the end is a little exaggeration. Really,
0: That's a little bit of exaggeration.
1: Because the
3: 49ers coach came out and said in the second quarter of their game that he was already looking at Packers film. So you can continue to use your logic, but my logic is correct.
2: Yes, one of the eight games, one of the coaches said that, and that's true for (laughs) entire NFL. All
1: right. We have the 49ers beating the Packers 24-21. Exciting?
3: Of course it was exciting. It was close. Okay back and forth and, and Brock Purdy almost blew it. But then he came in, he was, he was horrible all game. And then the last drive, he came out of nowhere. And
1: the, I say It was nice, to see. It was nice to see Jones like be productive in that game though. He had over a hundred yards. Why well, so he's fun. been
3: productive for like the last,
1: but five from weeks. a, from a, yeah. But from like a playoff, like a close game, it, it, it was just nice to see the it. Cowboys. What the hell? Are you yeah. But this? like, I mean, it's, the 49ers though like are, like come on it's it's it feels different i don't know it's yeah that's one of the one of the reasons why um, i'm probably taking the lions
3: this week because
1: the 49ers uh, run defense is well, not good well don't don't give us spoilers you jerk i'm still giving scores here uh we have the lions and the buccaneers lions beat them 31-23 was it exciting miller i don't think yeah, so
2: eight, personally eight points miller that was not exciting right
1: how was it not exciting
0: it wasn't eight points the lions were up it was tied by... at, it was tied going into the fourth was not. Yes, it was. I remember. Check that, back check way. that. I will. You All know I know is I'll the Lions you, were up I'll by I'll two touchdowns. I'll let you do it.
1: I'll let you go ahead and get proven wrong per usual. And lastly, <laughs> it was the
3: Bills. The bottom and the line Chiefs. is the Lions were up by fourteen points until Tampa Bay started to make a little bit of a comeback, and then the Bills made
1: yet? some. Boobin, did you look it up. Tied,
2: already? It was tied <laughs> going to the four. Yeah,
1: exactly. Get wrecked. And then there was Chiefs Bills. F I didn't Bills, watch a lick of it. Twenty seven twenty four. You asked him.
2: Pretty confident. So. I know.
1: Of course they but, did. Um, was it exciting? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, One Mahomes thing I will. Being
2: Mahomes.
3: Taylor being Taylor. Of course it was. Uh, exciting. Taylor like, getting
1: booed and Jason that was, being Jason. Was Jason Kelsey stole the show, but Taylor getting booed was hilarious to me. Um, and the fact that uh jason kelsey did so much in 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 that environment we have to try to go to a bills game before they make that new stadium i would love to experience a bills tailgate like that just seems like a blast a new stadium, you really think it's gonna change anything i think so i think with new with new things a little bit like some you get elevated a little bit Not uh, below, Boopin, dude. Boopin, what was your favorite game of the weekend I,
2: I I was going to say, I like the Chiefs, I don't know, it was good to see the Lions win. I think, like, again, like, generational, blah, 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 blah. I don't know the Chiefs, Buffalo game, such a good game. Like, man, like, had that third down play become a touchdown. The second down play become something different. We would be talking about freaking Allen in the championship game, finally beats Mahomes, blah, 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 right? Back and forth, it's one play, one fourth down play. It just, like, makes all the difference. Do you oh, think the the
1: Bills' windows closing, catching up to the Chiefs? I
2: was I was actually going to ask you this. I th- I think they need to make some changes. They just ran it back, right? The, basically, the entire team added James Cook and ran it back. Maybe with some help on defense. I think they need to like switch things up a little bit. Maybe get a new wide receiver in there. I don't know. Stephon Diggs like was a non-factor. He had three catches or something. Like I think I, Stephon
1: I sh- Diggs needs to be traded. I I don't I know if it's gone. They came out.
3: They came out this week and said that he's their number one. I think he's gone. There's no okay.
2: Question for you guys. And I think I know the answer, but if would you be if you had the option, I don't know how, but you had an option to become a Bills fan or a Bears fan, would you rather have like the disappointment of like being bad for so long, like ruining quarterbacks, whatever we have going on, versus being a Bills fan where they're relevant. They're relevant, but fricking Mahomes always kills them in the playoff. Which one would you choose?
0: Oh, that's. A I think question. I like the
3: Bears situation better right now.
1: Yeah, but it's... he's saying like from you're saying from like a couple of years, right? You're not just saying yeah, like this season. the, the
2: last since. I think I, I would have. have I
1: think I would have more fun being a Bills fan than I would a Bears fan, um, given the last couple seasons.
2: I feel like it's going to hurt more, no? Like, you are good. But the, just, but the season think,
1: is still fun. You're winning. But look at where I the Bears are that. at. They're on the up. Hey, They're in the up. Hey, the, oh, don't give me that. The, the Bears have been on the up that. since.
2: They were good uh, in the regular season, but that was fun. I remember in if, this podcast, people saying it's Super Bowl, or your team sucked, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting but, like, you saying that.
1: here's, but you're telling me from a fan perspective. From a fan perspective, you I just like every... it because of all the TikToks. That's the only reason. Well, you like it. I mean, not just that, but Allen. You wouldn't want Allen in a Bears uniform.
3: So, okay, question: Would you trade the overall number one pick for Josh Allen?
1: Yes. No. Yes. Heartbeat. Not yes. not
2: this year. That's Maybe any a, other that's year. A, that's a good one. That's a good question.
1: I don't think that's no a one. great question. Yes. Why why not? Hold on. Why not? Because you, you solidify him- the quarterback position for the next five seven years. He is he's paying I don't thirty know.
3: plus million dollars.
1: Yeah, and then we he would have what? still. If he's Fields had a great year, 26. we would have we would have paid him the same amount in two. You're solidifying him for the next five seven. It's it's the wrong argument. No, it's not. It's
3: the right, right. argument.
1: I mean, I he's start not, start not over gotten a, over the hump. If he's Fields not. had a
3: great year this
1: year and has a great next year, okay. But if Fields had a great year this year, Talking has a great things. year next year, you would not have been like. The hey, money that Fields would, get, would make would either be equivalent about what to Allen. Why do we care about what could have you're been? You're bringing up money, though. Like I'm saying, it's, you're yeah, right now. I'm
3: bringing up the fact that I have the overall number one pick with my pick of the litter of quarterbacks that I have more confidence in going forward. So you would than take Caleb. Josh so Callen you would take
1: Caleb 1. Paying him 30
3: plus $40
1: million. Okay. So what you're saying is you would take Caleb 1. You would leave him on a rookie deal for the five years. If he does great, he has Josh Allen numbers? Are you paying Caleb plus thirty? Yeah, it's the same thing. If you have Allen now, no, but Allen is no, twenty seven, and I he's got not five years over of the Caleb
3: home. on the up and up. Yeah,
1: but oh uh, I'm, stra- I'm I'm, I'm. I guess I'm looking Allen's... at it from i I'm, I'm looking at it more from like right now, you, now perspective. Yes, like, from a right yeah. now. Yes, yeah. like I get it. Like if we're talking, you're solidifying the quarterback position. It will never be talked about for the next seven years max.
3: Okay. What has Allen done? Okay. What has Allen done? He's he's led the
1: league in turnovers. He's led the league in interceptions. Oh, that's not even. Oh God! What do you mean? Come on. We're he, not we're not going ex- to talk about stats. Hold oh, on, I'll he's pull him up.
2: An exciting quarterback. Hang on. Like I'm not I'm not denying this, that, but people, he's acting and, like he's
3: the end all be all, and he hasn't even gotten to the NFC AFC championship game.
2: Can we give our flowers to Patrick Mahomes though? I think it's his sixth. Fifth consecutive AFC championship Six. game. Sixth consecutive AFC. So basically every year he's been in the league, he's been to the AFC championship game. Yeah. Like, can we give I, that man the flowers? Yeah,
1: we'll give that. Yeah, sure. But hold on. You told me to pull stats on Allen. You can talk about his turnovers. His his last three years, 29 touchdowns, 18 interceptions, 35 touchdowns, 14 interceptions, 36 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. You wouldn't want those numbers as your quarterback? Chris, you're...
0: You, Can
1: you
3: stop saying that? Like the option is Caleb Williams or Josh Allen. No, I don't want Josh Allen over Caleb Williams. Like you say that. I don't want those stats. Of course. I want those stats. Look what I just fucking dealt with, with Justin Fields. But that's not the question.
1: (laughs) But what I'm saying is that we can't keep bringing up turnovers when the man has great numbers.
3: He's he's turning the ball over 20 plus times a year.
1: You're not even counting fumbles. Who actually does count fumbles for okay, quarterbacks? So, in. come on. Great. Let's be honest. It's, great. it's fantastic. You
3: do every time Fields does it. So, it's funny. He's, a running, that, right? it's, He's it's, a running quarterback, of course. He's a
1: running quarterback.
3: So not is Josh Allen. Is, go look at his so rushing like. numbers. Josh it's Allen is probably third in the league in rushing as a quarterback. So, I love your arguments here. So, anytime you want to admit you're wrong and move on, go for it.
1: Hold on. I'm actually going to look because I'm looking. He actually ran for 500 yards this year, so he he runs. He's he's a running quarterback. Yeah, he's better than fucking Fields.
2: I don't know if he's a running quarterback, but he can run. Yeah, he can. And most and
1: and you can't even say that because most of those are not even rushing. They could be sacks, fumbles. They could like that. That number is flawed when it comes to that. So no, you're still wrong. We will keep
2: that in mind. But like when he like again, he's very similar to. Fields if Fields was like, you know, had done some good oh, things. No, first. see no. Come, good on. Run. come on. Come on. Like, Mitter's gonna saying, come on
0: my side now. Oh good shot.
2: Similar to Fields, it, Jesus. Like good, good good deep ball, like inaccurate sometimes. Like I like runs really well. I, I agree. You guys don't have to agree with me, but I think that's like a good comp comp if Fields had proven it had done a little bit better. I think it's a good comp. A little Again, bit better. Had. A little
1: yeah, bit that's better. what I'm like. Jesus. Like, you can't say if you if I can't use that same argument that had and whatnot. I even said like if if Fields has had a great year this year and has a great year next year, he's gonna make over thirty plus. Like, okay. it, it is what it is. Like, and also, uh, fucking Allen throws better than Fields. I mean, like, the only this... thing
3: I'll give you, Boopin, is that they have good deep balls. That's about as far as I'll go to support your argument. because
2: other than How about that, running? I I think running, they have very similar running styles, too. They're not even close! Fields is no? like
3: thousand we... percent better than Alan running!
2: Come oh, on! Oh, oh, you're saying Fields is better? Okay. I, yes. I Sorry. I, I thought you were saying Alan was better. So I was going to take him down. But Okay. Okay. Chris, take us down conspiracy lane, please. What sure. questions do you have for us?
1: So, we want to find out if the NFL is rigged. This is and actually
0: we... me. It's well,
1: a... if you watch the agenda, you would know that it was me, but that's okay. Um, I didn't know I could watch there... it. It's going to be Chiefs and Ravens. It's going to be the game where if the NFL is rigged and they want Taylor, the best team, one of the best teams in the NFL to make it to the Super Bowl, which would be the Ravens. There's a 40% chance that the Ravens win at home, which... Oh, I, my I'm God. Hearing.
3: Just stop talking.
1: You should stop talking. On, I'm the one that put this on the agenda, on. and I'm the one hold on. talking. Hold on. I even want you're to say something, yet, though. Said, hold on. Hold on. I want to say something, though. Is Baltimore actually, like, one of the best home field advantages out there? I've been hearing yeah, that a is. lot in the last couple of weeks, and sure I did not hear is. that during the season. Doesn't, That's impressive. They They had
2: a...
3: What I just season. put on that agenda is nothing about what you're talking about.
1: Well, if if do you think the Chiefs will get help to win the game?
3: Do you want me to make my point? I'm waiting. Okay. So the NFL Twitter was on fire this week in regards to the Typical officiating Twitter. crew for the Baltimore Kansas City Chief game. Why you may ask? Well, Mr. Smith, who is the crew chief for the for the team has a surprising stat that goes with his name, the opposite of what the league average is. So for his crew working games, the home team wins 40% of the time. That's right. The home team wins 40% of the time. League average across all officiating crews, the home team wins 50 Five percent of the time—that is a fifteen percent difference from league average. Isn't it interesting that they're oh. that, they, that they're officiating Kansas City Baltimore Ravens game in which Taylor Swift is going to
2: be cheering for the road team?
1: Again, is the same exact thing that I said. Like, but that's I, fine.
2: I'm done with these conspiracies. Did you see the whole thing about the big bigger... logos,
0: no, the, NFL, the logos. The, yes, the I'm not Bowl even gonna logo. touch that.
2: I'm not gonna touch that. But the the Tampa Bay Detroit game, there was some pundits looking at the when Goff took a knee. It was 38 seconds or something on the clock, and it was third and 12. And if they had kicked a field goal and missed it, if they had punted and whatever, I mean, right? That's
3: kind of valid, isn't
2: it? Uh, but Why like are you I saying think it's wrong. I'm not saying it's wrong, but I'm saying they did it for the spirit of the game. Like, but like now exactly. they're coming up. It's a, it's a conspiracy. I like, mean, they did
3: it for the spirit of the game.
2: Like they the thought. Line isn't, they thought situation... like you have you have two downs, the fourth down play and the third down play. We have one timeout. So even if we call a timeout, even like if 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 they punt on fourth down, the chances of them winning is like six seconds on the clock, and they have to drive the no. It's then more the than the that, so, isn't it? I, it was 37 seconds, and it was 3rd and 12 is what I saw. So even if they stopped them, like, they'll be have, like, I don't know, 6 seconds on the clock. Like, maybe it's a squib click. I don't know. There's, like, so many things they could do, right? The third down
3: play ran, but I could be wrong. I the
2: think third down play 20. was a knee. I think a knee was a third down and play. And I think
3: they could have called timeout, which would have stopped the clock.
2: Right. So and then they had about 31 seconds, and then there's a fourth down they play. They had the ball. The field Detroit was could have, kicked. Did, Detroit could have, like, punted the ball, right? No, they would so, have like...
3: kicked a field goal. And then it okay. would have been a 10-point game with 30 seconds on the clock. So I wouldn't necessarily think it's wrong. I mean, at like, the end the of whole the day, it's a, with...
2: a game. Like the conspiracy theories were like, Oh, they knew they had to lose. That's why they but like Detroit Tampa just made it a game after scoring. I, like, I mean like, I
3: get both sides. I get why Bowles didn't do it because realistically scoring But like there's
2: legit like seconds. Greg Jennings, I think, who was uh no not I think it was Greg Jennings. The running back from the Giants, something Jennings, Richard Jennings. He had a whole video on X just like Explaining what why it's a conspiracy, and I'm just like over all this like well, stupid I, shit.
3: I, I don't know. I kind of would see the player's point of view over anybody's else, right? So, like,
1: let me let me just ask this question, and then I'm gonna preface it with a point, and then we'll get to the main segment. Um, before before any of this, did anyone have the Ravens actually going to the Super Bowl?
0: Yeah, I, I
1: think you we had... all did. I did. Think... They... Okay, so yeah. right now given given that once because i found about this website called covers it it keeps track of money line and and spread bets and whatnot so ever since the game was announced there has been no change on on the spread of the game on multiple websites which is which is at three and a half it twindled to three but it still has baltimore as a favorite so with that i think that's Going to be kind of interesting if it's a conspiracy theory and Kansas City wins and they're only a three and a half point favorite. I I don't know. I felt like with that kind of advantage, I would have seen them be like a six or something. Or, so or Usually,
2: like if you're a home team, you have a three point average. That's what you get. Right.
1: Like, and then if you're better, you would get a little bit more, not just three and a half. That's what, I'm, home that's what advantage, I was
3: saying. Home field advantage gives the team three points. So basically, the spread is signaling that this is an even game.
1: Yeah, right. a, and so a, what i was what i was and that's what i brought up with the whole like if if the ravens are like a true like home advantage i probably would have seen maybe i don't know what what would be another spread number like five minus five i don't know four, what i've four seen and a half, five. i don't Something know what like you're that. saying
0: i don't know what you're saying oh it's okay Miller. They have,
1: only me said... me and Boopin are the smartest ones here we we get what we were talking about that makes oh shit
2: you people uh <laughs> Bill's Miller picked to go to the Super Bowl, so Miller's out. Uh you Chris, you picked the
1: Dolphins? I, think I picked yeah. the Dolphins on a on a whim. I wanted so to. I was the only so one bad. that's
2: at Cowboys Ravens. Yeah. You guys, yeah, Cowboys you, were out last week there, Chief. I know, but Ravens, I got it right. So fuck
1: you. you're still alive. I'm alive on mine too. You're, yes. you're 49ers, right?
2: Forty ers I, so.
1: I think I'm completely out. I said uh do- I said um no, you're and... No, you oh, I did. Mean... Oh well, yeah. shit. Hey, Miller, we're on the same boat. Want to hold hands? No, but
2: like, if I you're right, you. the conspiracy theory, you'll both be out tomorrow. So that's
1: yeah, that would kind of be that would kind of be true,
2: right? Yeah. It
3: will be. It'll happen. It's it's Patrick so we're Moses. all we're...
1: so everyone thinks Kansas City's winning. No, I think besides the Boopin. No, what, the what's your pick?
2: Like, I, I think know. the Ravens are winning. Yeah, I think they win so
1: many. Fuck it, I want Taylor Swift. Give me Kansas City. All
2: right, what do you think, Chuck?
1: Bet I'll Jesus. do a Chuck bet. All right, You're I'll wrong. do a Chuck bet. Also, I'd love to see the Lions make it. Um, but I think the Lions have
3: a decent shot at this. Take the Lions plus the points, especially yeah. if Debo
0: doesn't play. Wait, oh, I thought yeah. he was playing. He just, just so game time. Today. Okay, all right. Today. He's got a shoulder injury.
3: I, th- I believe Purdy is zero and five without Debo.
0: Okay,
2: all right. We are headed to the last section now, where we look into the wide receiver, the running back, and the tight end segment. I believe Chris, you wanted to host this segment.
1: You still want to yep, do it? Yeah, because because there's already uh, there's already too much information for me. So we'll let the stat guys, the best stat guys in the business here, talk about the Chicago Bears positions and whether they did a good job or not so we'll go ahead and start with the right wide receivers Miller you want to start us off with DJ Moore
3: yeah let's talk about the wide receivers and how they did this year really it's a one-man show and everybody knows him he's he's the man in the middle for the Chicago Bears and that's DJ Moore DJ Moore set career highs in TDs as well as yards with 1364 yards and 8 TDs. He was top 10 in the league in both categories and he had 96 receptions with i believe was 12th. He had a PFF grade which who, who knows of 89.4 as a wide receiver.
1: So no one cares about PFF go JJ Watt.
3: Uh conspiracy
2: theories, here we go.
3: Uh DJ Moore his presence was felt from first preseason game that he played where he took two balls of the house and that was probably one of the most surprising things that I wasn't expecting with DJ was his run after the catch ability because I would say probably 400 of his yards were due to his fantastic run after the catch so can't be no complaints here with his production that trade that polls made to bring him in is one of those that'll go down in history The Chicago bears. Hopefully we end up getting Caleb Williams with that number one pick and everything's golden next year. As far as getting back to DJ, he ranks as the fifth receiver in NHL, uh, NHL, NFL franchise history for the bears to reach the 1300 yard mark, which is not saying too much considering our lack of wide receiver talent, but it's still impressive. Um, the one key fact with the Fields and DJ Moore combo is Fields had a 97.1 QBR when targeting DJ. I mean, you can't deny the connection that was there between DJ Moore and Justin Fields. It's probably, he literally single-handedly made this a discussion on whether the Bears should keep Fields or yeah draft Caleb. Uh, it's mainly because of the production that DJ Moore um, had this year. Um He was asked about his future, and he was quoted on saying he wants to be here five more years, at least. What are your thoughts, guys? Do you think he's going to be here
0: long term? Dude,
2: come on. We need him. We haven't had a court wide receiver we can cheer for since probably Brandon Marshall. Come on.
1: I don't know, man. (laughs) (laughs) I'd love to see it. It's, it's, I I think I'm just more in like, I don't know what this team is going to look like in the next couple of years. So
3: it'll be, I think it'll come all down to what happens in this draft, personally. If we draft a young guy, I mean, I, I would, he's, I think he signed a three or four year deal with us. So he's definitely going to be then, but I wouldn't mind seeing DJ retire as a bear. That's for damn sure. I wouldn't mind
1: either. One. I, um, I know we didn't really talk about, but Bears hiring the offensive coordinator. Um, it, I don't know if some
2: about that last week. It, it, he I think he we, was a reason, um DK Metcalf said he taught me how to run routes and stuff like that. That's, so.
1: And I think one of the comparisons I saw on Twitter was that this coordinator can do wonders with nothing. So I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing for the Bears, uh, given the situation that we're in. But we'll see. I think I think he's going to flourish, though. Um, but I do think that he's going to have that competitive edge. If the Bears are not competitive, he's going to want out. So
3: he doesn't seem like a diva to me.
1: That's not being a diva. That's just being through, a winner. It's a diva
2: Miller, he signed through what year? How many years on the contract? More? I
3: think it was three or four years. Okay, cool. Just want to make sure. Thank you. I think I think I don't remember if we gave him an extension or not. I think he might have had three more years on his contract when we brought him over. Okay. Um, Moving on to everybody else in the wide receiver room that were basically irrelevant. Um, First off, Darnell Mooney. Um, He was unfortunately at one time considered and argued about being a wide receiver one for this team. He produced uh, 414 yards and one touchdown. He was very much uninvolved with this offense. Only time he was actually talked about was when they were talking about how uninvolved he actually was. (laughs) Um, Very surprising to see the drop-off that he had this year, especially with him having a contract year. Um, His biggest, I wouldn't even call it a highlight, it's actually a non-highlight, was when he dropped the Hail Mary uh, against the Browns that would have won him the game. I mean, I don't fault him for it personally. I'm probably one Mm -hmm. of the few, but... As a wide receiver, when you're falling backwards, it's pretty hard to maintain a ball. Um, but hey, uh, that was probably the most memorable moment. It'll be it'll be interesting to see how his off season goes. He is an unrestricted free agent. Would you guys want him to be re-signed, or you think it's
2: bye-bye? I would love to see him on a team-friendly deal, but I don't know what that looks like for his numbers. You know, four hundred fourteen yards. Come on um that's not enough. Um, I don't know, probably 3 year 15 million something like that would be great if
1: he signs that. I think he's gone. I think I think I we're going to be we're going to be clearing house here with with a lot of these uh positions.
3: I disagree with that, but we'll move on. Travis Scott was one of our rookies that came in um from this past year. Uh he was a I believe a fourth round rookie. And he posted a respectable 168 yards. Unfortunately, one of the biggest um, takeaways from uh, fans this year in regards to Scott was a big drop. I believe it was the Browns game as well. Or it might have been the Detroit game. I forget. Was it, it was one of those.
0: What? It was
2: a Detroit game. I think the, was it the Browns Detroit? game it was Tonian? Tun- well will talk yeah, about yeah, yeah, I
3: think I'm remembering now it was it was Detroit, yeah, it was the Detroit game down the field. it just hit his fingertips. that was the biggest takeaway. He is a rookie, he had flashes of um some good route running ability, so we'll see what he translates into um obviously, we don't need a number one since we have d j but uh, we'll see if he becomes anything more than just a number three number four wide receiver after that, we have. You know my favorite, Valist fucking Jones Jr., who can't be cut soon enough. But I will say he had a non-awful season. That's how I'll put it, and that's how I'm going to keep it. Uh, he was mainly a special special teamer. And the one positive I will say about him is I don't remember saying his name this year. Um, he didn't have any fumbles or dropped punts that I recall during the season. I may be wrong on that, but... At the end of the year, he did have some respectable returns. Even though I do still hate when they run out of the end zone, just to fucking punchback people. Um,
2: but yeah, he's, he's kind a of more of our gadget. Yeah. What? Yeah, he's he's on a pretty good. Like he's in a second year. He just finished his second year of his rookie deal. He's making one point two mil next year. So not bad if he if he continues growing in this trajectory. I don't think that's a bad yeah. number.
3: I don't know. I don't know how I feel about him. If he's only a special teamer and he can't really do anything else and he's still muffin punts, I don't really want him on this team. We'll see where it goes. He does offer some gadget playability. Um, so maybe he'll, he'll probably end up staying because I doubt Polls is going to cut his wide receiver draft pick this early. Outside of that, the only other wide receiver worth mentioning is equity St. Brown. um, he is what he is, man. He was brought into serve as a, bro- a blocking wide receiver. He did just that. And all things considered, I mean, this team was probably one of the best running teams in the NFL. And he's one of the reasons why. So props to him. But my question before we move on. We talk a lot about some people really want the Bears to draft Marvin Harrison Jr. Do you honestly think that Justin Fields can support three weapons in DJ Moore, Marvin Harrison Jr., and Cole Komet?
1: No.
2: Um, it's an interesting question. I think if he comes on, likely he'll be maybe second final first year, becomes the number one wide receiver the following year. Um, with the current passing game, no. Like, the game has to like evolve for him to successfully support all three.
1: Okay, but... Yeah. From a play calling or from Fields himself. I mean, how how do you, what
2: do you, how do you know the difference between the two? Yeah. We
1: we did say throughout the season that most of the play calling that we saw was kind of questionable at best. It wasn't going to his. He's gone. We weren't really. He
3: got he, fired.
1: Yeah, but again, if we're talking, you're making it seem like we are not going to draft Caleb Williams, and if we decide to go, I'm asking Harrison, a fucking
3: question
1: yeah but it's it's not even a good question if you already have your heart set on Williams. it's like it's not, it's my opinion. It doesn't mean it's gonna happen. I know, but I like picking on you, so it's fun. Can well, he support it, two wide receivers in a tight
3: end? I don't think he can.
1: i don't that's why I, I don't, don't, don't
3: w- want him to draft Marvin Harrison that. high.
1: yeah uh, I'm agreeing with you on that did, one. Really. did
2: polls draft Velas or was it the previous
3: polls did that was his wide receiver draft pick from last year, third round.
2: All right. Any, oh, you have, you completed um, St. Brown? That's all I got for
3: wide receivers there,
2: Poppy. Thank you. Thank you. Let's move on to the running back. Um, Bears, I think, had a running back by committee approach to running backs since the beginning of the year, and it only got more complicated after the draft. Um, Khalil Herbert led the Bears with 132 carries. Um, 611 yards, two rushing touchdowns. He also had 31 targets, 134 yards, and one touchdown there. Um, He is 26 years old. He has one million cap hit, but he is on the last year of his deal. So if they want to lock him up, this is the year.
3: Um, Wait, is he have – I thought he had another year.
2: I think 2024 is his last year. So So he has another year. I mean, this this coming year. This Um, is his
3: last year. Next year is his last year.
2: Yeah, this year, as in we're in 2024. Season. Let's say
1: it's next, next season. There next go. season.
2: Thank you. Next season. I did all of that for the same thing. I look ahead, basically thinking we're in a new league year, even though we're not. That's how I look into this. But 2024 will be his last season on this deal. Um, go. He started the year okay. um, But then he, like Denver and Washington, the fourth and fifth week, he really picked up. but Then he got hurt. Kind of like the field story. Took a while for him to come back but then he finished the year strong with 236 yards and two touchdowns in the last two home games. Um, the big question for the Bears, what do they do with him? Um, we do have Rosan Johnson, who was a rookie we picked up this year, um, who had who had 81 carries, 352 yards. Uh, he was supposed – he flashed in the preseason and was supposed to, like, grow by uh, the end of the year, but I think he never saw more than 10 carries or had more than 40 yards in a game all season. Uh, he's good in pass protection. R.I.P. Monty. You know, uh, but but he never broke out. So he, will he ever he be the guy? Didn't get
3: enough carries. Stupid fucking coaching staff.
2: Even like he, I guess he never saw more than ten carries. So you're right. But um, I think there were some games where he was the b- biggest ball carrier, even though it was under ten. But that that's where we are. He's a he's on his second year now. Um, second year of four deal. This new season will be. He has a 900K cap head, so very friendly. And he's only 23 years old. So um, upside pick, a good third down back, I think. But, you know, maybe he'll not grow to be more than that. We'll see.
3: No, you have to have an organization that actually gives him a chance. I don't understand how you're writing him off. A good third down back. They didn't give him a fucking chance. He was no. praised as the steal of the draft that we'll get to in future episodes this year. He was praised as the steal of the draft, and they never gave before him before the season opportunity. began. Right? Yeah, they never okay. gave him an opportunity to really take those reins. Fair. He showed flashes. He's a good pass blocker, and this for some reason this team relied on Deontay Foreman to carry the load, even though he's not going to be here that this year. So you can change is... Deontay. I had Thank my Roshan Johnson fix because I think they should have done more.
2: Okay, with Dante Furman, who Miller said, had 109 carries with the Bears, a four touchdown, 425 and 25 yards. He's 28 years old. He's a free agent in 2024 season. He had signed a one-year, uh, $1. $1.5 deal. That was a prize offseason pick because he had a great uh, – he was supposed to be a replacement for Monty. Um, he had a great 2022 season with the Carolina Panthers, uh, but once we drafted Johnson, probably hurt his – Um, stocks a lot he was inactive in a bunch of games had a pretty bad breakup at the end unsure what happened there he was basically bashing the team on social media Uh, but he when the Bears needed him in the middle of the season and injuries plagued him he was dominant I remember the Vegas game where he had three touchdowns like again he showed up when we needed help so props to him he'll probably go to a different team he probably won't come back with the Bears
3: yeah, he was really good during the year, that's for sure. Um, yeah, you hit him on the nose. I mean, he he was basically in, at, he was the third string running back, right? The third string uh, starting running back, and they don't play. He doesn't do special teams, so he doesn't yeah. play. So if you have Khalil and you have Roshan, guess who's the odd man That's That was the disconnect. That's what happens. Miller's just
2: um, helping me with the transitions today. Special team. Yeah, teams.
3: I just I don't understand why you're dra- drafting Roshan Johnson and you're going to pay him. It just didn't make sense.
2: Well, um, well Dante out. was signed before the draft, I think.
1: Yeah, then why do you that's draft a- Roshan? Maybe they so, just drafted so for what, value. I think it so might have been a value pick, too. It might have been I mean, a value 1.
2: pick. 1.5 million, Miller, like that is steel, right, in the NFL not, that's That's literally that's better than That's normal for back.
1: a one-year deal. But, but, but it's look the normal at tw- for one-year okay. his
2: 2022 20, stats, please.
1: No, but hold Wasn't on. If, if, you're, if you're talking about, like, he had, a lot he of, like, 800 proof-
2: yards, at least. I mean, that's a lot not of, that great.
1: A lot of prove-me contracts are around 1 to 1. 1.5 yeah. million. So I mean,
3: especially running backs. They're low. Like, you don't pay a lot to running backs. I've preached it all fucking season. Hey, hey! Don't or, pay a lot, to
2: running backs. Miller, I know you're upset. Your buddy Jim Ursay was found OD'd on some floor, allegedly. A couple of, week, couple of it, weekends allegedly. ago, but Take it easy. Okay? Hey,
3: hey, hey, how many? How many running backs are um, paid out of the final
2: teams? Hey, Josh Jacobs got paid. Saquon Barkley got paid. Even and they're
3: not even in the playoffs.
2: They're
1: Jonathan they're the Taylor playoffs. Got, got paid. Jesus, it wasn't this even the turn. All right, let's move on. Can <laughs> someone give me some info on?
2: Okay. Uh, just before we move on in 2022 Dante Foreman had 203 carries 914 yards five touchdowns
1: so, so that's, what you're saying that's not hold on no but what you're saying is he's a veteran he, running back had he gotten more touches he probably would have gotten the same numbers as he did last year probably. i would say
3: i would argue better than last
1: year maybe better so I'm kind of on Miller's side. Like, I don't think we used the running backs all that great this year. We didn't use a lot of, of players out this year, but it is what it is. Go ahead, Boobin. You got two more okay. updates here.
2: Uh, like, yes, I I wanted to talk about. Um, Miller said uh, special teams. Dante doesn't play him because Travis Homer plays him. He basically only played special teams. He was signing the <laughs> offseason. 36 year old last year of the contract, one and a half deal. Last person I to name because he never gets mentioned. I think. Uh, blessing game he's a he's our fullback he doesn't play running back as often Played during uh during uh injuries and he got a what, touchdown too didn't he yeah want to want to give him a shout out i think he he iced the game i think he helped us win our first game i think that's what it was all our running backs were hurt i think or something like that and i think he helped us win that game i remember that but he's also on his year's contract
1: i love that miller forgets that we post our videos on youtube because you can clearly see like him saying like I don't know or him put his hands up. It's just funny as hell to see like that part. But all right. We're gonna swing it back. We're gonna end the segment with one more category. We're gonna talk about the tight ends. Oh, Miller I, th-
2: <laughs> I thought you were gonna end it before I
1: could... Oh no.
0: <laughs> Trust me, I
1: want to, but we gotta give the people what they want and they wanna and they want all the tight ends in the world. So Miller, give me a tight end.
0: In my section, bro.
1: Oh, I'm so sorry, Boopin, Give me, give me this everything you Boopin's want the about one that tight, likes ends. tight
2: ends. Not me. Oh, Miller, sorry. Miller, turn around. Give us a tight end.
1: Give us a tight <laughs> end. Come
0: on. <laughs> All right. Sorry about that. I mean, obviously,
1: everyone like most of this stuff comes from Miller and Boopin because I just I could care less about doing these kind of recaps. But we these know, guys are buddy, good at know. it. You care less about uh, the nuts I, I give and bolts more of visual. I'm more of a visual Let's person. About Which is why his big the breakdowns.
2: Wrong. Let's never. talk about the breakout of Cole Comat with seventy-three catches, seven hundred and nineteen yards, and six touchdowns and seventeen stats. The newly paid man who's twenty-five years old in this season. He's making eleven point six million this year. He does have a sixteen million cap dead cap aid, but it will keep him. We would never talk about that. He got paid fifty million this offseason. Uh he has great blocking skills. He's a red zone threat. Uh, he it's has not this, a great blogging skills. He, he's okay. He plays in a bunch okay, of stuff
0: I
1: love that, I love that when we skills. challenge, Boopin, I love you so much. But I love every time we challenge you when you're like, yeah, he's great. We I mean, challenge like, it's it's, he's it's okay. Object-
2: <laughs> it's objective, right? Like it is objective. It's not he's, supposed he's tight- to be objective. No, because you you're what?
1: over there fucking swallowing PFF grades and whatnot, but it's whatever. But um, he, I will say the one thing I will bring up about Kokomo is we had a lot of discussions about the contract that he signed before the season or yes. during the season. I can't remember when, before, the yeah. extension. Before. Um, do you think that this year would say that that's, that has been a good signing so far?
2: I would say he had two multi-touchdown games and his first 100-yard game. So I think he broke out this year. I could be wrong. Yeah, he definitely that's not, broke That's up. not
1: a yes or no answer, but Miller will swing it to you. I, said, I, you said, I, I think I it was say definitely that. a good contract. You would say yes, I, obviously. I was a little okay.
3: skeptical of it at the time. They paid him a lot of money, but he definitely delivered this year.
1: I Okay, I think we're all in the same boat. I think it was it was interesting to see that news come out, but I think given how the year ended, I'm okay with the extension that he signed. Uh,
2: yeah, no, I think he, like, quarterbacks had 102... 109.2 mark when targeting him versus n- around 90 last year. So he's improved year over year, too, which is probably important to point out. But um, talk about blocking, probably one of the best guy in the leagues to do it, and he's fucking 40 years old, Mercedes Lewis. Um, you know, he probably wasn't brought here for his catching skills. He did have five c- catches, I think, or four catches. But man will be 40, will be a free agent. He had a one-year, me- one $22 million deal. Solid blocker, solid mentor for the team as well. The last guy. Fun
3: fact. Big. Fun fact on Mercedes Lewis. He had the three high, third highest PFF grade on the team.
2: Third highest PFF for blocking or? No, just overall? Oh, jeez. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't even know how that works, but okay.
0: Uh,
2: <laughs> like, Here's another signing from the Packers that was supposed to work. Robert Tunyon was on a one-year 2.6 mil deal, um, but most of the season he was third on the depth chart. He was probably even behind Mercedes Lewis, who was essentially a pass blocker. Um, like, the only thing, like Miller was saying, we'll remember about his tenure here, was he dropped a dime from Justin Fields. That was a sure-fire touchdowns against the Cleveland Browns. I think that the fans will not forget that anytime soon. But I can definitely see him signing with the Jets next year. What do you guys think? I guarantee you, they forget about it next year. What? I I think that that play and then the play you just said, like the hail mary against the Browns. Think of like what season we would be talking about right now. Have those plays gone something else? I don't. We're gonna think have
1: there. a
3: new quarterback, a new roster.
2: And no one's gonna give new a new offensive shot. play caller.
0: Okay, that's fair. talk about your other. What is no, that? Pick that you
2: want to like. Get. A, Two things I want to talk about. Like, there's plenty of big names. I Cole Komet is the only guy on contract. There's another name that I couldn't even find stats for. Um, so but there's a bunch of bunch of good free agents out there if you want to consider Hunter Henry, Mike Kosicki, Gerald Everett. Like why all, why? You're like, paying you're paying
3: Cole Komet twelve million a year. Why are you gonna go pay one, some of
2: these? You need more than one tight end on your roster. These bro. guys
3: aren't gonna go for what Robert Tunyon went for. You you get a veteran tight end. Sure. Oh. sign the 41-year-old Mercedes Lewis for all I give a shit. But you're not going to go pay one of these guys big money
2: to I, come on I, his team. I don't support I don't. this, but also one of the probably better tight end prospects, in a while, Blake Bar- Browers is on the board. I think nine's too high Dude. for him, but he's going to go in you, the first
3: round. I this, th- this would probably be my second worst-case scenario if the Bears draft.
2: Brock not Browers. at nine. I'm saying later. Trade back if you pick him up. It doesn't you, matter.
3: I don't want to draft a tight end with number one pick. Or number, not number one, first round pick. Well, good I thing don't. you're not running the Bears, don't. then. No, draft a fucking wide receiver if you're going to draft a weapon. You don't need Brock Bowers on this fucking team. I don't need another Kyle Pitts situation. Although I, I did was... see an interesting trade of the Bears sending fields and us getting some draft capital and Kyle Pitts from Atlanta. My uh,
2: Well, my, my assignment was... Look at the tight end. But, see how they did. Figure out who what uh, free agents are out there and draft picks are out there. And I just got shit a for the last two. I those never those. No, you, you never
1: get shit on. I you never, know never that. We told love you, you look but, at the free agents. Bro. But, hold, but hold on. Miller, you just said that you saw something interesting. Are you saying you take that deal?
3: I don't know the draft. I don't remember the deal. I just saw a speculation. It all okay,
1: depends on the draft if, picks. If, if it brings back pits, do you take it?
3: Depends on the draft picks. He if it if it is in, okay, I don't think me. so. I really don't. Okay. if you if you That's even what package just... two first round picks, so that would be the eighth, the first rounder in twenty five, and Kyle Pitts. I
2: don't think I would take it. I just don't. We don't need a fucking tight end. Okay, talk about Atlanta. We don't talk about it enough. Does Bill Belichick sign there, people, or is it just some you know some hogwash out there? What do you guys think? I think it's
3: pretty much a done deal.
2: He's going he's I don't think it looks like San Diego's game. done. Our ball. Be- breaking news. Yeah, um Belichick. Is, I think Belichick's is putting signing all this up.
3: LA Chargers.
1: Wait, is this breaking news? Yeah, five years It was broke before the, the podcast, but it
0: is Oh my god, yeah, you're right.
2: So the national champion needs a new coach. That's the headline. But
0: But I think Belichick
3: winds up in
2: Atlanta. Looks like. Where else is he going to go? Belichick, like his camp, is putting this out there. They have interviewed fourteen people for this job. Eight people have got a second round interview. Like it's just an insane.
0: Where thing else happening. is Belichick
2: going to go? He's going to take a year off.
1: He could, yeah. I mean, that could
3: take a year off. What is he going to go and be an announcer? Oh
1: my no, god, no, it no. oh, a... Tony Romo. But, but think oh, started... everyone shits on Tony Romo. He had a good start. although You his... literally
3: came on our
1: Discord chat and
3: said he, he said <laughs> the game was crack. Like, game, come on. His game's on crack. <laughs> so you're literally laughing at mean... his commentary.
2: He's, yeah, yeah, he's really but good at what he does, though. He is, good, though. No, like,
1: he is good, though. Like He is good. Oh, awesome. you, don't even, you don't even watch his game. Go fuck I, yourself.
2: I, I love when he, like, pre-diagnoses the game and just calls what's happening on the He hasn't done that since his first year, bro. I, he, he's gone down. I will agree. Yeah. But this, I think this year he came a little bit back up. But no, he did it. His homework, hey, but... how much work he did before the game, has went really downhill last yeah, year. Yeah,
0: exactly. so.
1: Um. So apparently the L.A. Chargers Twitter post changed their profile picture to Jim Harbaugh and it's got a it quoted saying who's got it better than us. And that's fucking hilarious. Um. With that, we're also going to bring it down. I think we're going to go ahead and call it an episode. Um. I, I like to fuck with people when we do this. So I'm just going to tell Miller Miller sign us off tonight.
0: Later Bye. losers.
1: That's it. it. Jesus Christ. Go for a boobin.
2: People, thank you for joining us. Hope you had some fun. Hope you brought some positivity into your life. You know, if we did, give us a like and follow. Give us the feedback. We love you guys. We love arguing with with each other. This is what we do when we hang out. We'll do it soon again. Until we meet. I
0: forgot that part. Yeah, I forgot that part. He's wrong.